Welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast with Clark Van Deventer. I'm Monica, and we're excited to have the opportunity to help you raise more money for your nonprofit than you ever thought possible by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. This podcast is designed to get you thinking, to challenge you, to inspire you, and to give you some practical tools that you can use right now in your work as a fundraiser. If you hear something that you'd like to learn more about, or if Clark mentions a resource you'd like to get your hands on, just email me. My email address is monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. We offer a variety of services to nonprofits and development professionals, from DIY, that's do-it-yourself, to DWY, done with you, to DFY, that's done for you. To learn more, just email me at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Dievender here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. Okay, so here's the thing. I have been consulting with nonprofit organizations for a long time and organizations hire me and one topic that always comes up is why donors give. Like I come in to spend a couple of days with the organization and we're talking is like, why? Do, what motivates people to give? What motivates a donor to give, especially what motivates a donor to give a big gift? So I've had about 2,000, a little more than 2,000 donor meetings in my career. So I understand like why they're asking this question, like why they'd ask me this question. And based upon these 2,000 or so meetings, I tell them from my experience, like what I understand motivates big gifts. And it comes down to mission, vision, values. Okay, mission, vision, values. Significance, all right? People want to make a difference. They want to bring about change and relationship, all right? How have you built a real, a real relationship with your donors? So I say these things. This is like I, I spend a couple of days with an organization and they're asking me, Clark, why do they give? And I talk about these things, mission, vision, values, significance, relationship. I say these things, I leave, and then, <laughs> and then I often watch these organizations fall right back in to old patterns, telling stories and selling things donors have told me they do not care about. So I decided that it was time for organizations to hear directly from donors on this point. So I have a free program that you can access. So we conducted hours and hours and hours of interviews with donors who have given major gifts, or right, six and seven figure gifts. And we asked them why they give. So uh, Monica and I spent hours and hours in the living room of donors asking them these questions. And, um, and then we recorded the conversations and we've taken all of those interviews, hours and hours and hours of interviews and selected some of the best, most poignant stuff. And we've put them into about a 75 minute program that you can get for free. So if you want that program, just email me at clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. In this podcast, I want to talk about a couple of the main themes that um, came up in those interviews, uh, specifically re relating to what are you selling mission or programs. So 
But the, the whole point of this is I wanted you to be able to hear major donors talking in their own voices. So it's not me telling you, here's why donors give. It's actually donors saying, here's why I give. All right. So that's why I would love for you to check out the program. Email me at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. So one misconception I often find myself doing battle against when I'm working with an organization is uh, mission versus projects. All right. And what organizations tend to want to sell are projects. Like you have a project to sell, a new program, a new building, whatever. But I'm here to tell you that donors don't care about projects. They care about mission, all right? Mission. They may give to a project, but only, only because they believe in the mission, right? So you're selling buildings, budgets, baloney. Okay, they want you talking mission, vision, values, mission, vision, values. All right. So another theme that came up in these interviews was personal moves, like little things like handwritten note cards or birthday cards or anniversary cards. And these things matter. All right. Like I keep saying that those little touches, right, the uh, simple handwritten note, they are of increasingly greater value in our increasingly digital digital world. But like, seriously, here's the thing, all right? Here's why they matter. It's not so much the handwritten card. It's the fact that the handwritten note card signifies a real, genuine relationship. And, and in the program, there's major donor giving secrets revealed, you hear donors talk about this, about fundraisers who have the mechanics down, like they understand the concept of writing handwritten notes, okay? But they never view the donor as anything more than a wallet with a human attached. All right, but it's a little aside, okay? Mission, vision, values. That's what I want to talk about today. So over and over and over and over again, the donors we sat down with in these interviews came back to mission, vision, values. So you may talk about specific programs with your donors, and you may ask them to fund a specific project, all right? Like... This happens a lot, right? Like a major gift, we're asking a donor to give to a specific project to do this new thing, this new exciting thing, this new extra thing, right? So you may ask a donor to fund a specific project, but you have to bring it back around to how these programs and these projects help advance the mission. So we had one donor say to me, and this is a donor I've become just good friends with, so there's a high level of comfort in this conversation. And there's a quote from him where he says, here's what he says, if I'm motivated by helping people in need and all the organization is talking to me about is how they need money for a new warehouse, although that's important to their overall operation and probably will help impact more people, if they're not tying that back to the individual that it's helping, it loses traction. All right, so remember this. Organizations don't have needs. You, all right? Your organization has no needs. The people you serve have needs, and you are the solution. So I want to talk about the, the restricted gift conundrum because this comes up a lot in relation to mission versus programs. And many organizations struggle to raise unrestricted money because they think that it's easy to sell the exciting, sexy programs, 
all right these new things and that nobody wants to give to like the staff salaries building maintenance that kind of stuff so our interviews revealed that donors are less interested in specific programs than they are the underlying mission so restricted gifts right restricted gifts go to programs help us fund this program right we have this after school program we have this initiative we have this building those are restricted gifts but unrestricted gifts go to mission and the reason right the reason that you have staff that you have insurance that you have groundskeepers computers internet electricity the reason you have those things is mission so lead with mission sell mission and you get unrestricted gifts sell programs and you get restricted gifts all right the money you raise for programs is locked in to specific projects and you raise less money all right because programs are less compelling than mission all right so i also want to caution you as you so i talk a lot in this podcast and other programs that we have about listening to the donor asking strategic questions that get the donor articulating your mission in their words and finding out what it is that makes them tick what's important to them and oftentimes as we ask these questions good for you for asking questions right oftentimes as we ask these questions we hear a donor talk about a program and you're like that's it right that's what the donor loves that's what the donor like that's what that's what makes them tick that's what i need to ask them for but I would caution you and say that just because a donor talks about a specific program does not mean they really care about that program, all right? The donor cares about the outcome of that program, the outcome, which brings us back to mission, all right? So again, in our donor interviews, we had another donor say to us, like, here's what he said. He said, are they accomplishing what they set out to do, all right? And he's, he's talking about this organization. He says, it's easy for me to see how my money is effective when you see the results of what these kids are accomplishing. So results, outcome, all right? So this quote um, comes from a section of our interviews with donors. And Jim here is talking about a specific program he supports. But I'm telling you, Jim does not care about the program. He cares about the results. And if the organization were to show him another, like, Jim, we're canceling this program, right? Because we found a better way to get the outcome that you that we all desire. Jim be all in, right? So he doesn't care about program. He cares about outcome. He cares about mission. So always bring it back to mission, all right? So we had another donor say to us, tell me what your vision is. What's your mission? What's your purpose? What drives you? What are the values and driving principles? These are the things that he's interested in when he's thinking about giving to an organization. So we asked all the donors uh, that we sat down with. This is one question that we asked in every single interview. We asked whether their gifts were given logically or intuitively. So we thought, here's what we, this is actually what I truly thought because we asked this question, do you think that your gifts are given logically or intuitively? And I thought the true answer to that question was intuitively, that donors gave intuitively, but that they wouldn't want to admit that, that they would want to say that the gifts were given logically. So 
I think that we all like to think about ourselves as a rational person. Like we, we think through things and that these are well thought out decisions. So my, my feeling was the gifts are really given intuitively, but they will say rationally. But <laughs> all the donors actually admitted to us that the gifts were given intuitively. All right, so think about this. You have just like write down a list, all right? And on, on the left side, you've got logic. And on the right side, you have intuition. Okay, now under logic, what are, what are things that we would, we would be talking about a donor when we talk about why they should give logically? So these, what might you talk about? You talk about the importance of your annual fund or this specific project. Maybe you're even talking about taxes, right? Like the tax advantages to giving or, or matches. We have a match going on right now. Or like you could double the impact of your gift. Like these are all logical reasons to give. Intuitive reasons to give come back to mission, all right, passion, changing the world, wanting to be involved in change, significance. And I think sometimes people look down on that significance. Like if you could, you can think about that word significance cynically. Um, like, oh, these people are just looking for meaning in their life. Well, we're all looking for meaning in our life. Like as a father, right, I want to know that my work as a dad matters, right? As a, as a consultant, I want to know that my work as a consultant matters, that it's actually making a difference in the lives of the people I coach and in the trajectory of these organizations, right? I'm looking for significance. And your donors are looking for significance, right? But these are intuitive reasons to give, not logical reasons to give. So donors repeatedly told us that they care about the intuitive reasons to give, all right? They, they actually used words like gimmick and icky when we talked about the logical reasons to give. Okay, so which list are you emphasizing? All right, when we talked about the logical reasons, or they, 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 they sort of got turned off. When we talked about the intuitive reasons to give, they like moved to the edge of their seat and they spoke with enthusiasm. Okay, so that's what's gonna motivate your donors to give. Sell mission with your donors. Mission, vision, values. So years ago, I was raising money to build the Reagan Ranch Center in downtown Santa Barbara. This is the, the center that would serve as the jumping off point to visit the presidential home of President Ronald Reagan. And at, at part of that center, there was a theater within it. And donors could give to sponsor seats in the theater. But, like, we're not selling seats, right? Like, we're not selling fabric and upholstery. <laughs> like, how much does this seat cost, right? How much could this, how much could the upholstery possibly cost for this seat? We, we actually, we sold that seat, I think, for $5,000. Because we weren't selling seats. We weren't selling fabric and upholstery. We were selling the lives that would be changed. We were selling the lives that would be inspired by the words and example of one of the great stalwart presidents of the 20th century. All right, you, you may hate Ronald Reagan, but you gotta realize we're appealing to that audience, right? Like there's a certain segment of our population that loves Ronald Reagan, right? And those people wanted to give big gifts to inspire the next generation of leaders by President Reagan's example, right? So we're not selling fabric and upholstery. We're selling mission, vision, values. We're selling 
the lives that are going to be changed and inspired in this space. All right, mission, vision, values. All right, not buildings, budgets, baloney, fabric, and upholstery. All right, that's it for today. Okay, remember to get a copy of the interviews that we conducted with uh, major donors. Uh, about a 75-minute program, Donor Giving Secrets Revealed. Uh, just email me. It's a free program, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. We've also got a more significant um, program, Five Keys to Major Gift Success. It's about an hour and a half training where I talk about the five keys to success in Major Gifts Fundraising. If you buy that program, we give you for free the full unedited interviews that we did with the major donors. But uh, check out this program, Donor Giving Secrets Revealed. It's about a 75 minute program. It's free, so you got no reason not to email me and ask for it. Get that thing on your phone so you can listen to it when you're at the gym or in the car or walking around your house vacuuming or whatever. So, all right, great fundraisers are committed to excellence. We're giving ourselves a regular diet of this stuff and uh, Hey, you're listening to the podcast, so I applaud that. All right, again, to get donor giving secrets revealed, just email me at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right, thanks so much. Have a great day. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Monica here again. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about our workshops and how you can bring Clark into your organization for a day or two workshop where he works directly with you and your team in your office. If you're benefiting from these podcasts, imagine how much more you could accomplish with Clark spending a couple days in your office. You can book a strategic development workshop with Clark. This all starts with Clark getting together on a long call with you, either over the phone or video conference. He's going to dig in. He's going to find out who you are, what your organization's about, what challenges you face, and just where you're at in general. Then he's going to provide a written development report. This report is something that you could give to your boss or your board. It's a professional outside assessment of where your organization is at. And that call is really important because Clark wants to know where you are so that when he comes in, he can spend his time addressing the issues that are most pertinent to you and where you guys are as an organization. So Clark's going to travel to you. He's going to get on a flight. He's going to come out to wherever you are and spend some time with you and your team. There's a real synergy that happens during these workshops. Everybody's on the same page. They're hearing the same message. They're starting to talk in the same vocabulary it's really powerful and you know when clark first got started in fundraising he was fortunate to have access to really great training he went to professional seminars led by the best fundraising coaches of their time but still he would leave and get back to his office and be back in the trenches and even after having all that great training when it was time to actually get back to work he felt a little bit lost. There were doubts that crept in. How do I make this relevant to me? Then the organization he worked for hired one of those speakers, one of those coaches who was leading the seminars to come to their office and coach them directly. They did this multiple times and it was amazing. Clark got to spend some time with Gerald Panis. If you know him, you know how amazing he was at fundraising. 
and he got to travel with Jerry and meet with donors. Jerry became a mentor to Clark, and that meant so much to his career because Jerry was the best fundraising coach of his time, hands down. He was a legend. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, but he lived to be 89, and he was full of life to the end. Still, of course, it's very sad that Jerry is gone. But I think Clark is the Jerry Panis of this next generation. He has a letter from Jerry, and it was written on Clark's behalf to a university president, and he wrote, Clark knows how to manage people. He works effectively with volunteers and board members. He knows every aspect of fundraising and operating a development office. Best of all, he loves asking for gifts. He's a star. I can't recommend these in-house workshops enough. They're a shot in the arm for your organization, and you'll be so inspired. But not just inspired. You're going to feel motivated and equipped to take on the world. To find out more about these workshops, email me at Monica at Major Gifts Fundraiser. That's Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at Major Gifts Fundraiser.com. Thanks for listening.